It's been about six months since I started the Bells and Whistles Theater, which is kind of the creative home of this podcast now. It's where I release all the upcoming episodes, extra scenes, and standalone short stories. I'm working on my second short story now. And if you're curious about how things are going with the podcast, if I will keep podcasting, uh, and if I am able to survive as a creator, I have just published a free episode of my In the Wings Behind the Scenes podcast, where I discuss um, how I feel about the Bells and Whistles Theater in the Lesbian Romantic Podcast and its future right now. So if that interests you, go to patreon.com slash lesbianromantic and sign up for free, and you'll have access to that um, episode of my behind-the-scenes podcast. All right, let's get to this episode. Hello, hello, I'm back, and still on a mission to make you smile with these romantic stories. All this work, this podcast, is listener-funded, and I want to thank everyone who has contributed to the creation of this episode by supporting my work. Thank you. And let's get started. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This still is worth the risk. Part 18. Sightseeing. Natalie couldn't resist the urge to lean to the side so she'd have a better view of Raven. It had been at least 25 minutes since Raven had closed the door of the meeting room to call the airline. She was still sitting at the table, phone pressed against her ear. Maybe I should contact the travel agent just to make sure? Natalie thought, even though Raven had explicitly told her she wanted to take care of things herself. Natalie looked around the open office space. She smiled at one of her co-workers on autopilot. After another glance at Raven, who was still on the phone, she hid behind her screen again. She wished they hadn't come into the office. Bart wasn't here and the rest of the team would be fine without her for one day. She didn't know why she had wanted to go to work. Perhaps because she was too shy to suggest to Raven they stay home? Maybe I can take a day or two off, Natalie thought. She could check if the team was still on track give everyone their new assignments, and tell them they could call her if there were any issues. Natalie logged into the company's HR software to check how many paid leave days she had left. What if Raven can't change her ticket, though? Natalie thought, a finger hovering above her computer's mouse. She leaned to the side again to check on Raven. Raven had placed her elbow on the table and was rubbing her forehead. The phone was pressed between her cheek and shoulder. Doesn't look like she's making much progress. Natalie thought, struggling to swallow as her throat felt increasingly dry. She felt so helpless right now. Why didn't Raven just let her take care of it? The company had a great relationship with the travel agency. Natalie could probably get the ticket changed back in no time. She grabbed her bottle of water and took a big gulp. When she heard the glass door open with a swift whoosh, Natalie got to her feet. Raven was standing in the doorway of the meeting room. Their gazes locked and Raven nodded. Natalie smiled, relieved. Natalie quickly made her way across the room. Do you know what you want for lunch? She asked before entering. She didn't know why she felt the need for the theatrics. 
It's not like her co-workers had any idea what was going on between her and Raven. She closed the door behind her and saw that Raven had arched her eyebrows in amusement. Natalie pointed at the phone on the table. Were you able to finally get through to someone? She asked. Yes, Raven nodded. I am no longer on tonight's flight. Natalie let out a loud sigh of relief. <sighs> thank God. Raven chuckled. <laughs> no, thank the person working at the airline. Smart ass, Natalie grinned. She ran a hand through her long hair. You're flying back on Saturday? Raven rubbed her phone on her leg. Sunday, more likely. My original flight was fully booked. Natalie's lips parted under her mask. You're staying an extra night? She squeaked, unable to hide her excitement. Sure looks like it, Raven said, the lines around her eyes crinkling. That's fantastic, Natalie beamed. Yeah, Raven replied. Extra time for sightseeing. Nodding enthusiastically, Natalie said, I'll show you every corner of this city. She didn't say what she thought next. And my bed, if you let me. It's a deal, Raven laughed. She shut her laptop and grabbed her bag. But I need to go to the hotel first. Of course, Natalie said, blushing a little. She had assumed Raven would just stay here for the day. I want to change out of these clothes, Raven explained. Sure, yes, Natalie replied, placing her hands on the table. Is there anything I can do? Do you need me to set something up for lunch? Raven smiled as she got up from her chair. That's very kind, but I think I'll order room service. I need some time. She rubbed the back of her neck. I think I also might need another shower. Natalie nodded, unsure what to say. She wanted to ask when they would see each other again. Would Raven come back to the office? Or would they meet up for dinner? Raven was already standing in the doorway, holding her laptop bag. Do you need help finding the hotel? Natalie tried, still hopeful she could stay with Raven for just a bit longer. Raven shook her head. No, I found it in the Maps app. It's not that far. Okay, Natalie said, increasingly puzzled. I'll text you later, okay? Raven said. Then we can make plans for sightseeing. Natalie forced herself to smile. Great. Looking forward to it. Me too, Raven replied, winked, and pushed the door with her shoulder. Bye, Natalie squeaked and then remembered her co-workers. Have a good day, she added cheerily. Natalie regretted having that cheese sandwich. Her stomach had been upset ever since she had finished lunch. She hoped a cup of ginger tea would help, but was waiting for the drink to cool down a little. She leaned back in her chair and sighed. The sore muscles in her neck had kept her on edge all morning, despite the painkiller. She eyed her phone again. She had done this numerous times in the last few hours. Raven had not checked in with her yet much to her discontent. One moment, Natalie scolded herself for being so needy, and the next, she was honestly confused about Raven's sudden silence. Their morning together had been like a dream. The kissing. God, the kissing. But also the walk to the bakery shop. Their breakfast on a bench in the park. The way they had stolen kisses while getting ready for the office. Natalie had never been so comfortable with someone else so soon. 
sitting here behind her desk, longing to hear from Raven so much it hurt. She knew she was in big trouble. Shit, I'm in love, she thought as a jolt ran down her spine. She covered her face and blew out to breath, feeling overwhelmed. What had she gotten herself into? How had she managed to fall for a woman so quickly? A woman who could walk back out of her life at any moment. Natalie got up, her fingers wrapped tightly around her phone. She kept a thin smile plastered on her face as she walked to the small kitchen. She locked the door behind her. If anyone was thirsty, they would just have to wait for a bit. Natalie leaned against the counter as she selected Kim's number. The phone rang six times before her best friend answered the call. Hey, Natalie said. Is this a good time? What's wrong? Kim replied. Natalie could hear her close a door in the background. Are you at the lab? She asked. Yes, but I can talk. Kim replied. Why are you upset? I am. Natalie nodded as she looked down at her shoes. Or panicking. About what? Kim inquired patiently. Raven? Natalie said, her throat increasingly tight. That's a who? Kim chuckled. Not a what? Natalie rolled her eyes. I know that. You're going to have to be a little more specific, dear. Kim said. What is going on? Natalie rubbed the bridge of her nose. Do you think I could be in love? Kim snorted loudly. <laughs> I think you already know the answer to that. But I hardly know her. Natalie protested. And she almost left today. Hold on, Kim said. Natalie heard the sound of a sliding chair. All right, tell me. When is Raven leaving? Sunday, Natalie said. But she had her ticket changed to today, and it scared the shit out of me. Wait, she's leaving today? Kim asked. I'm not following anymore. <sighs> it's a long story, Natalie sighed in frustration. It's all Bart's fault. The point is that I thought she'd leave today. But now she's staying until Sunday. Okay, good. Kim chuckled. So, what's the problem? That I'm in love? Natalie said in agony. And that's bad? Kim probed. It is! Natalie said a little too loudly. She made herself say the following words more calmly. What am I doing, Kim? I really like her, and she lives on the other side of the world. Nat, Kim said. She's still around for the rest of the week. If you still like her after that, you can get on a plane and go see her. Natalie frowned. You know, it's not that easy. Shouldn't it be for now? Kim asked. Aren't you moving a little fast here? She chuckled. <laughs> Was the sex that good? Natalie didn't want to, but still giggled. <laughs> No, we didn't even have sex yet. She turned to the door of the kitchen to double-check if she had closed it. Whoa, Kim said more seriously now. So all of this is because of the good conversations? <sighs> and amazing kissing, Natalie sighed, her cheeks flushing. Very nice, Kim said. Natalie could picture her grinning from ear to ear. Where is your Wonder Woman now? Are you at the office together? Kim asked. No, she went back to her hotel, Natalie said, her voice betraying her discomfort about it. Without you? Kim teased. Yes, Natalie said quietly. I haven't heard from her in four hours and it's driving me insane. 
She has already turned me into a stalker. Kim exploded in laughter. Nellie shook her head as she waited for her to get it together. You're not very supportive here, she finally said, only half joking. I know, Kim replied, taking in a deep breath. It's just, I've never seen you this way. It's cute. It doesn't feel cute right now, Nellie said. Her phone chimed and she pulled it away from her ear, wincing. She looked at the screen and saw that the new message was from Raven. Oh my god, she said and tapped it. Hey, I'm still here, Kim shouted, her voice distorted by the speaker on Natalie's phone. Nellie quickly scanned the message before pressing the phone back against her ear. I need to go, she said breathlessly. Raven just texted me that she got lost in the city. Doesn't she have maps on her phone? Kim asked. Um, Natalie hesitated. Probably. Maybe it's not working? Kim snorted. <laughs> right. Go rescue her and don't forget to enjoy it. Stop worrying so much. Natalie grinned. Okay, I will. This was part 18 of Worth the Risk. If you enjoy my work, please consider becoming a recurring supporter on my website or on Patreon. It is recurring support that really helps me keep going, because then I know that I can invest the time and resources to create the next episode. You can support me directly on the website, and every dollar helps. Or you can join me on Patreon. Find out more at lesbianromantic.com support. Hey, guess what? I am super excited and grateful because I am finally fully vaccinated. That means I feel more comfortable going back to the gym and restaurants and all the things I've missed. Oh, my, my, oh, my watch is uh, reminding me to post an excerpt for y'all, so I'll do that in a bit. Anyway, I'm excited and grateful that I'm fully vaccinated, and I hope that all of you get the same opportunity soon and that you will grab it with both hands to protect yourself and to protect others. All right, that is all for this episode. Thank you so much for spending time with me, and I will see you soon on the website, on Patreon, on Keybase, or here on the podcast channel for the next episode of Worth the Risk. Take good care, stay safe, and bye.